Well, hello, gorgeous one. Welcome to Bombshell Radio. Here, we combine pleasure and purpose to liberate women into their divine assignment of being the fullest expression of fierce femininity. My name is Jackie Lacroix. I believe that pleasure is a life force. Beauty is for you, and your sexual design is the key to your greatest fulfillment and calling. I'm the author of the best-selling book, The Bombshell Manifesto, and I've mentored women in body, beauty, business, and intimacy with God, themselves, and men for over 10 years. Each week, you'll receive a different edition of Bombshell Radio, focusing on one of these areas, all designed to inspire you and help you optimize every area of your feminine design so that you can live your biggest, most beautiful life. If you've been longing for a place where you can merge your spirituality and your sexuality and enter a conversation that honors your body, your beauty, your business savvy, and your faith, welcome home. Let's get started. So I thought about doing this tomorrow, but I'm going to go have some fun tonight. I think there's a 90% chance of fun. There's like a 40% chance of rain. <laughs> and so I figured let's do it today. Let's do it today. Cause I don't know what you guys are up to tomorrow. You may have plans. I'm already in my party dress, which I'll show you guys in a minute. I got to go live on Instagram real quick though. But when I do, my music's going to cut off. I think. So we'll see how that goes. Let's go say hi to our Insta friends. In fact, maybe I'll just turn my music off. Do you guys want to watch me do something that is a little, un- I'm a little nervous to do this. So I set my, what are these called? Home pods or something like the Apple speakers in French, right? To make myself practice. <laughs> and I had no idea how to say Siri, turn off the music in French. So like I tried all of the things, all of the words that made sense to me. And I finally had to Google Siri commands in French. Okay. So let's see if this works before we go live on Instagram on the phone, which is playing the music. Wow. Oh my gosh. You have no idea how proud of himself I am. Oh my goodness. Let's go high on Instagram. Oh, you guys, what's up? What's up Instagram? Oh my gosh. Okay. How many of you are excited? Okay. Let's, let's be a little honest. How many of you are excited that 2022 is over? Just being real. I am not actually, I'm very grateful for what was an outstanding year in many ways. Intense, intense but outstanding. But I know some of you guys may be like, can this year just end already? (laughs) Do we need to celebrate what just happened? No, you don't have to, but I do want you to process it. Okay. Whatever that looks like for you guys, whether that's honoring it in a celebratory way or a get the heck out of my life way, whatever it is, right? I don't want you to repress or stuff down or ignore anything that just transpired over the last extraordinary, incredible, intense, hey everybody, 12 months, yes, okay. So what we're gonna do today, I feel like I should still have music playing, but that song was on repeat and I feel like after an hour, you guys would probably be very, very annoyed with me for playing the same song for an hour. So first of all, if you want to play along, we're not gonna be following this today, but it is a gift from me to you of my yearly planner, 
which is actually going to get even more fleshed out in the future. But for now, it's a way of looking at the year to come through months, through quarters, through themes, through the bombshell pillars in many ways. And you can find it at bombshellyear.com. Okay, bombshellyear.com is a free download. I think it's absolutely beautiful. It's got a white marble aesthetic and it takes you through thinking through what you want the next year to look like, right? In various areas of life that I think are under addressed, under emphasized, undervalued, all of the unders. Okay, so if you want that, bombshellyear.com is your URL. But we're not going to be following that per se today. We're just going to be going with the flow a little bit, although I do want to intentionally lead us through a reflection over 2022. So this is not my year in review. Oh, you're so welcome, Tammy. It's like, I'm so happy to see you here, girl. Um, I'm not going to be, this is not my year in review. I, I, it's going to take some editing. Okay. So knowing me, my year in review will probably be posted like halfway through January, 2023, but it's, it's going to happen in some form real or YouTube or something or both. But we are going to do a little bit of a, a reflection of month by month, okay? Because, hey, Jamie, so much can transpire, right? And the months can have such a different flavor. Have you guys noticed that? I was looking back at pictures from earlier this year, and I had like such a hit of nostalgia. I was like, Jackie, you don't do nostalgia. What is this? What is this? Right? Because I'm always creating something more amazing. That's my goal anyway. It's my aim for the future. So when I look back and I really have a strong like jolt of nostalgia, I'm shocked. <laughs> it's like, what is this? What is this we're experiencing here? And so I broke it down a little bit. So that's what we're going to do. Kind of a little bit of a month by month review, not too long, not too crazy. And then looking in 2023. So again, that bombshell year planner, bombshellyear.com. If you guys want to have something to even just take notes on, you don't have to follow the prompts right now. Or if you want to get out of journal, et cetera, I'm just going to be ad-libbing and I'll be doing this personally myself at a different time. I'm sure. Um, but my goal for you guys is to enter 2023 with a very high self identity. Okay. Like I don't, you know, some people are like self-esteem means arrogance or self-centeredness. Okay. We don't have to use the word self-esteem if you want or self-worth or self-respect a high self-identity, a high concept of yourself, a loving, compassionate, inspired by yourself, amazed by yourself, like completely believing in yourself. That's the energy I want you to go into 2023 in. And that's why it's going to be so important to look back at 2022 as, wow, what I accomplished, what I weathered, what I went through, what I survived, what I triumphed over, whatever it was, all of the above maybe, to set ourselves in the frame of looking at 2023 with feeling like I can do all the things, not necessarily at the same time, but I can do anything. There's literally nothing that can come at me that I cannot not only handle, but weather beautifully. Like it just thrive through, right? Maybe difficult, maybe gorgeous, maybe both. That tends to be life, right? Yesterday I had an incredible training I was on and then I got really heart crushing news from a good friend and, and you know, it's like, that's life. That's the life. That's the human experience. So I want you to be in a very strong, like just that so much self-respect, so much self-respect. A lot of things that people have told me over the last year or two is like, wow, they can self sense my self-respect. <laughs> it's very high. <laughs> it's very high these days. Very, very high. Uh, I don't necessarily get called sweet as much as I used to, but people respect me a lot more and I respect myself a lot more. And that's going to play into the other thing we're going to chat about today, which is a little bit of a word of the year. Okay. So maybe you've done this before. Maybe you pick a theme for the year. Maybe you pick a few words or it, you've just been kind of 
this is not to denigrate anyone, but maybe you've been in kind of the old school, I do resolutions or I have, you know, a list of things I want to accomplish. I'm going to encourage you to not come at 2023 with a list of things to do. Okay. Goals, dreams, desires. I'm cool with that. There's absolutely space for that. I have some, I'm very, uh, open handed with them though. Okay. There's things that I want to accomplish this year. Now there's things that I promised to my followers, to you guys, to clients, and that's going to happen. Right. But as far as the things that I know I want to do in the next three to five years, some of them I, I tend to hold a little loosely because what I'm really focused on is an energy. How do I want to feel? What kind of stance as a woman do I want to be in? Do I want to hold? And from there, as I go through life and various decisions that I know I'm going to have to make, or maybe I don't even know yet that are going to come in front of me, I'm going to be making from that stance and from that desired feeling. Does that make sense? It's, it's a very different um, way of approaching things than having a quote unquote list of, oh my gosh, in order to be successful this year, I need to blah, 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 blah. That's, I mean, like how to start the year with stress 101, right? That's just miserable, miserable. Let's not do that. So I want to encourage you to start the year with a feeling. But to do that, let's begin with looking back at 2023, okay? So we're going to, excuse me, 2022. We're going to recap 2022 briefly. We're going to look at what I'm going to kind of teach a little bit really about how to approach a year in an energy and with a theme word rather than a stack of to-dos and then let your goals be led out of that feeling, right? Out of that, that sense and that desire. And then we'll be talking, I'm sure, whenever it comes up, no particular time, whenever it fits, I'll drop my word of the year, give you a little bit of an idea of how I source those, where I kind of feel the divine direction to be inspired by a particular word um, and how I know what my word is or isn't. And when I'm pulling my punches by picking what feels like an easier word versus the word that's in my gut that I know is going to massively serve me and whatever I'm going to be called to next year. And then I'm going to share some special opportunities with you guys. You've already heard them, I think, but I know there's probably questions, et cetera. And I'm just going to go into a little bit of what I'm opening up next year that I'm really excited about to give you a behind the scenes peek at my dreams, goals, desires that I am holding loosely and some that are actually on the books going to happen no matter what. Cool. We ready? Excited? Going back and forth between two cameras here. So if you think I'm not looking at you, don't take it personally. I'll be back. It's 2022. Whew. Man, it's a big one. Was it like big for anybody else or was that just, was that just me? I mean, I look back at, like I was saying, the pictures from January of this year. Oh my gosh. I was like a different woman and not in a bad way. I was just, I was like a baby me, you know, and, and many things have not even changed, but many internal things have. So I invite you to, however this works for you. If you have a planner, you want to reference a wall calendar, you want to unpin from the wall real quick. You want to flip through your phone or some other device that you're not watching this on um, where you may have Google Calendar. I love Google Calendar now. It's the only thing I actually listen to and, and obey. Apple Calendar or the end all be all is your photo album. Okay. You know how it goes. You go back to years, then you go to months, then you click on like everything in the month and not just the short snippets that they show you and you see what you actually lived that month. And maybe it's just a bunch of screenshots for work and random sunsets on your strolls, right? Like maybe you feel like, well, that wasn't a very exciting month, quote unquote. But what was happening, and I'm going to invite you to ask this question for each month of the year that we go through. What was happening in your soul that month? What was happening 
in your heart that month? What was happening in your spirit that month? What were you um, living? You know what I mean? And not, not in so much just the the day-to-day the -day actual events and activities, although maybe that's really significant for you too, but um, the processing that was going on. How were you thinking about yourself? How were you thinking about life? How were you thinking about people? I know that at the end of 2021, I was in, I was starting to travel on my own for business events that were like wise, but optional. You know what I'm saying? Like I could have not gone, but I was choosing to go for it and go. And I was stacking on extra days sometimes in the end or the beginning to accomplish other things that were goals at the time. And I remember being in my, in my hotel room, this is November ish, 2021, like waiting for something that I was assuming was going to happen and like practically curling up in a ball in tears, just being real guys. Like I was just not in an empowered energy. What was really happening? I didn't know it then kind of guessed it later. Now I know for sure is I was breaking through a new level of personal boldness because I was doing this independent traveling and going out to business events. Like that no one was telling me I needed to go to. No one was giving me permission to go to. I wasn't asking for, I was just going, you know what I mean? And by myself showing up, using hotel points, getting myself there, making it happen. And, um, I was like, it was a breakthrough period. Right. And there were other things that were happening emotionally too at the time. And I just was in that space of vulnerability, uh, but without power. <laughs> right. Like, Wow, it was intense. And then a lot of growth in December. So back to January, I was getting a little more used to that, right? So if you go through your January phone roll, did you take like a winter trip, maybe to snow, maybe to get out of snow? No judgment either way. Um, what was going on? What people did you meet? What's up, Sophia? Loved meeting you this year, girl. What um, places did you go? Family did you see? Like family drama did you endure? I invite you to not just look at the highlight reel. We're really honoring what you lived this year. Yeah. So look at January in that way and then transitioning into February, right? Which in my world is Valentine's Day month. <laughs> it's like Christmas month is December. Valentine's month is, Jan or is February, right? So many of you here follow me because you are always improving your relationships. Let's put it that way. And so what happened that month? Were there ecstatic moments? Were there disappointments? Did it feel like more of the same, right? What was happening that you processed, right? That you survived perhaps? Were you alone and you didn't want to be? Were you with someone else and you didn't want to be? <laughs> Were you with someone, who, you know, like all of the things, right? Or did you not even care? February is, you know, preparing tax season or something for you and not Valentine's Day month. That's cool. What was going on in your world, in your life, in your phone log, which tells all in your heart in February, 2022, right? And what did you learn? Maybe, you know, if you're like me, I learned things after the fact. It's awesome. I learned things very slowly, at least in, a, in like an emotional processing way, but then I don't forget them. It's awesome. That's awesome too. They're both awesome. I take a long time. And then when I get there, it sticks and it stays. And therefore I now am okay with it taking a long time, right? Like I'm, I'm cool with it. It's going to take a long time. You know, it's, I, it, I take my time to process and I allow myself to have that time knowing that when I process it thoroughly without deviating into some kind of woundedness or untruth, right? In fact, I was, um, saw a post in a group the other day and I won't go into detail. I think this is going to be a great training on relationships next year, though. 
about a woman who experienced something and I mean, in my opinion, as a, as a dating coach, as a relationship coach, handled it terribly wrong and then made up a bunch of truths about it, right? And it was just like, and was not reachable for feedback, right? Okay, no problem. But when I process things slowly and I invite you guys to do this, and that's one of the reasons why I like doing long reflections like this that don't leave out the gory any more than they leave out the glory, is to allow yourself to do a nice slow process that keeps you in the truth. Right. That doesn't say, you know, all women are like this. All men are like this. My business, you know, ventures always turn out like that. I never get the job. I, you know, my parent, whatever, whatever your thing is, not creating stories that don't serve us. Okay. So February, what happened? What didn't happen? How did you feel about it? And if you want extra credit, what does that mean you want to change about it this year? But we're going to get there. We're going to get there. I like to look back so we can look forward more effectively. Right. March. What happened in March? Transition into spring for most of my people here. Transition out of warm weather for Southern Hemisphere peeps. That's cool. Right? March. Oh my gosh. I don't even, where was I? Where was I? I was still traveling. I think I was back in Florida. I think I went somewhere else too, but I can't remember where. I clearly need to revisit my phone. Right? What was going on? Did you feel like the surge of energy or were you actually feeling a, a pullback? Were there family dynamics? Were there dating dynamics, relationship, marriage dynamics, child dynamics? professional life dynamics, what was going on that you were going through and handling so beautifully, right? Not perfectly, but the best way you knew how to at that time. That's what we want to honor. I want you to look back at each of these months feeling like I did this well. You know, I, 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 I didn't even necessarily do it well, but I did it as well as I knew to do it at that time. And I love myself for that thoroughly, right? I honor myself for doing the best I could, right? My intentions were gold. I was certainly not flawless, maybe in the way that I interpreted certain things, whatever, whatever you need to tell yourself to be in a space of self-honor, regardless of what happened, right? And then going into April, I don't even remember April. It was probably amazing. I can't quite recall what happened. I'm clearly going to have to do this on my own time, right? But what happened in that month for you? Easter, spring break, travel, lots of weddings, parties, baby showers, all kinds of spring-like things. For some people, they freaking love it. For other people, it's like, it's like another round of the holidays. It's just an onslaught of everything that isn't quite as they would like it. Hopefully, maybe it was a time of rebirth for you, a gorgeous time of renewal and reflection and recognizing what is going so well and, and pouring more into the things that are feeling good and growing beautifully and all of that stuff, right? So what was going on in April, 2022? And similarly, May. Most of you who follow me here are women. Many of you are moms. How was Mother's Day? Bum, 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 bum. Even if you're not a mom, if you have one, how was Mother's Day, <laughs> right? One of the most triggering days of the year for many people. It was fascinating watching social media Mother's Day this year. Did you guys notice that at all? There was a, um, almost like a real pullback on celebrating moms and motherhood in many ways and a real emphasis on almost apologizing to women who don't have children or to have difficult relationships with their own mothers. It was a very different vibe, at least, I don't know, maybe it was the accounts that I was following at that time, but that's how it felt externally to me, internally. Fortunately, it was really, really beautiful. But um, what happened for you in that month? Dynamics, internal, external. I'm inviting you to look at both the outside of what was literally physically, logistically happening, and then 
being cued by the pictures, the dates on your calendar, you know, go back to your text messages if you're hardcore, like, and just reflect on where your heart was and honor your growth since then, because chances are very good that you have come a long way since May, right? And that's only what, two thirds of the year or so. Then into June, for many of us, entrance into bathing suit season, right? I'm in SoCal, technically could be in a bathing suit in January sometimes, right? But like, I, I consider summer like the body conscious season, as do many people, even if they don't necessarily admit it. This is when many women behind the scenes will come to me and start wanting to know how I do certain things. Like there's a lot of self-esteem and, um, and I also find life satisfaction issues that come to the forefront in June and July and August in the summertime when people are looking at their bodies and they're looking at their summer vacation and therefore at their job <laughs> and noticing what they don't love. Right. And so what was going on for you in June? Maybe it was awesome. Maybe the kids got out of school and it was like the party begins. Let's go. I know that's when summer started for my kids and I, and we had a blast. So what was happening in June? What did you do? What did you accomplish? What did you get on the calendar and felt good and followed through with that you want to just celebrate yourself for completing, right? I know that I had, you know, certain goals, dreams, and desires in 2022 and I did them. You know what I mean? Like, how good does that feel? Others didn't happen and I hold them loosely, so it's okay. But for those of you who set goals and some of them happened, can we give ourselves a round of applause, right? For those of you who set goals and they didn't happen and yet you are still here, alive, well, thriving, about to be even more so, give yourselves a round of applause. Apparently, that's not a deal breaker, which means what? Which means you can set beautiful goals for next year without any kind of fear or judgment or self-berating or shaming or anything like that because it either happens or it doesn't happen and either way you're going to be okay it's either awesome or it's fine <laughs> that's how i see it it's like it's either awesome or it's fine you know if you're like going to text somebody or you're going to take a risk you're going to like it's going to either turn out awesome or it's going to be fine and that's how i see setting goals so what did you put on the calendar for summer that did or didn't happen and yet it was either awesome or fine right june july august moving into september September was a massive ramp up for me in 2022, which I knew it was going to be. I had known it for quite a few months at that time based on when certain trips that were scheduled by other people were already on the books, right? Like sometimes we love those little external structures because we actually get to create, I think, a little bit more um, readily around constraints sometimes, right? Like sometimes a blank canvas is almost intimidating. Where do I even begin? But when people put a couple of this is happening then, this is happening then, this is happening then. Okay, well then in that case, let's boom, 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 shift. Like we can create sometimes around having constraints. So don't be a, upset with life or with other people or with your job or with your family if you've been given a few constraints to work with because sometimes that's what creation benefits from, right? Necessity is the mother of invention. When you know you gotta get something done a certain way, what's up Chelsea, what's up girl? Then you get creative about how to make it happen. Yes. So I knew going into September, in fact, that's when I met you, Chelsea, in person. That was awesome. Like the fire was going to take off. You know what I'm saying? Like it was going to, to move very, very quickly. And because I knew that I was able to prepare for it months in advance, both in a mindset way and logistically. In fact, I think I have a podcast about how I use events to future pace and meet my goals, right? When I know an event is coming, when I know a trip is coming, when I know some 
definite time bound high sensory experience that I can't move on the calendar because it's not under my control is coming. It actually motivates me to, to push or to open, uh, no worries. I love you too. Or to do whatever I need to do to get to that point a little faster, right? It's like, it's that little extra drive. So September was a huge month for me. October. Oh, even more so October. If you guys are not brand new here, you know, I went and spent three weeks in my favorite country in the world after my home country, right? In France, it was, oh my gosh, you guys, it was a long time coming and it was transformational in so many ways. And what I'm going to talk about in a moment as we get into 2023 chatting is the way that I now know it took forever to, uh, to allow transformation to happen. Right. So I'll give you a little bit of a snippet here as an example with France, and then we'll talk about what to do in 2023 to achieve the same kind of thing. I showed up. <laughs> Step one, I showed up. Right. And, and it's remarkable because there is a trip. Right. And many people were able to go and look, you never know what's going on in someone else's life. But it was there's always a, a last minute fear of going through with the thing. Have you guys ever experienced that? I still experience that. I want you to know that. I just now know that it's a lie. Okay. If my gut is feeling that it's a go, if my gut says it's a go. And as I approach, I'm like, Oh goodness. Okay. I don't think this is a good idea. We probably shouldn't do this. Here's all of the logistical and logical reasons why I should not go through with this. Now I know that if my gut is still a yes, that's all just lies. Okay. So I just kind of outlast it. <laughs> so the first step was to show up. Right. And like, look, it took planning. I bought, I was buying suitcase amendments at the last minute, hoping they would get there in time. Um, changing my departure date so that I could make sure to arrive by certain cutoffs for the retreats that I was going for, et cetera. Oh my gosh. It was, you know, there were actual logistical things, right? Which is part of planning, which is something we can honor that we have done, even if we've kind of forgotten it because it's often intense in the moment. And then as soon as it's completed, we just forget that it happened. You did that this year, whatever that looks like for you, you know, a work trip, a job deadline a child's deadline, a family vacation. I mean, you want to talk about a logistical nightmare waiting to happen, right? You did it, right? So there's the logistics and then there's the heart space. So yes, of course, I went through the logistics of making sure that this trip would go as smoothly as I could control, but I also walked in with no expectations, right? High, high hopes, no expectations. <laughs> and wanting, what's up, man? Are you still in, um, you're in Riverside, I think, right? I hope you're well. Um, I walked into France like, I don't know what's going to happen, but it's going to be awesome. And fortunately, I was under the guidance of a phenomenal mentor who I've mentioned many, many times this year because she's played such a pivotal role for me this year, Tara Marino, who escorted us through this extraordinary retreat, which was the kind of piece de resistance of a massive mastermind that I had joined actually years before. And then the COVID delays clamped down on travel. So we were all waiting, 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 which was so perfect, especially for me. It was flawless, the timing. Um, and then to a Paris experience that she led. So I just showed up having worked out the logistics, making sure I was going to be safe. I had the cash. I had the outfits. Let's be clear. Okay. Two full pack suitcases that I probably didn't need. I don't think I even wore everything, but that's how it goes. I planned out photo shoots in advance to make it as like productive for my business as I could, but I also wanted to maximize pleasure and personal transformation. So what did I do? And I invite you to do this in all of 2023. I showed up with a very receptive energy, right? Like just 
let's see what happens. I'm just here. I'm just here for the adventure. I'm just here for the joy. I'm just here for the love. I'm just here to see what's going to happen. What's going to happen? And incredible things happened. And here's the other piece I want you guys to catch because we're going to really circle back to this in a second for next year. I didn't even know in the moments in France and honestly in the moments of pretty much all of last year and one could argue all of my life, but certainly in France as a microcosm, the transformation was happening, right? Like I just didn't, you don't always feel it in the moment, but now I've learned if I just enter with a receptive energy, it's going to happen in spite of me. If my heart is open and I've set up the logistics to allow myself to really, to, to show up, right? Again, step one, to be present, to say yes, to opt in, to go for it, to ignore the lies and the, the last minute fears and what are you thinkings and just show and allow. Yes, logistics, but a spirit and a heart of openness. Beautiful things happened. And I didn't even, I didn't know what they were at the time, but I knew from just how much time I've spent doing these kinds of things and personal development and, and kind of tracking my own journey, that something was happening even if I didn't yet know what it was, <laughs> right? And that's exactly what happened. So in the last quarter, the last third of the year, what happened for you? What did you open to, right? And then after the bustle of September and the harvest season of October, again, Northern Hemisphere people, we get into the holidays, bum, 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 right? And you wanna talk about, you know, opportunities for transformation. What happened? Thanksgiving, Christmas, tomorrow's New Year's. Oh, crazy, I'm so excited, I'm so excited. What was going on, right? If you were with me on the Bombshell Christmas Planner Live, right, then, in the, and on the boundaries training that I did maybe a week or so after that, both in December, if you want to go watch replays, just to, if it's helpful to you, there's very much um, a potential for joy and a potential for, oh my gosh, really? Right? Come on, come on. I love the words bliss and boundaries because they so often go together. But also at that particular time of year and all year, but it's at a crescendo point in the holiday season, right? It's like um, you have an opportunity for, for tremendous joy and delight and pleasure. And you also have an opportunity to hold your ground and to deal with things that maybe were swept under the rug all year round. And now suddenly they're at the fore, <gasps> right? Welcome to the holiday season. So what was November and December like for you? What did you navigate so well? Right? Or was there, was there a little bit of pain or grief that it didn't look the way you want it to look? Was there joy and maybe even treading on a guilt complex, perhaps trying to avoid it because it was so beautiful. You almost felt bad because you've maybe been in more painful places before, or you know, people who are in painful places and you don't want to rub it in, but it was like just so magical and amazing. Right? So now looking back at all of 2022, it's this incredible experience that you did so well. Can you honor yourself for that? Can you just say, thank you, Jackie. Thank you, God. Maybe thank you to specific people, but you're the one who's the common denominator. You're the one I'm talking to here. You're the only one who can manage your reactions and your actions. 
did it. You did it as well as you could, and you did it pretty darn well, if I may say so. So honor yourself for what you just did a really good job with. And in that space of gratitude to God, to life, to self, and feeling your power and honoring how well you do life with compassion for the moments maybe when you didn't. Now let's get excited for the turning of a page, for the brand new chapter, the new volume in the series, whatever you want to call it, of 2023. I'm so excited about this year. I feel like, you know, and many people disagree and I don't watch the news very intentionally, but the world has reawakened in many ways, right? We've gotten out of maybe the, the height, certainly of fear and scarcity and all of the shutdowns and lockdowns and like <gasps> everyone, all that stuff. We've gotten to take that exhale that calms our nervous system maybe. <laughs> yes. And now we're looking at the year ahead with maybe a little more optimism than we've had in a long time. Or for some of you, maybe with a little more cynicism because technically this last year was a little more normal and yet things are still the same, right? I don't know in what state you're entering this next year, but I do know that you get to control the energy, the vibe, the word, the theme, whatever you want to call it that you are bringing to this year, right? No one gets to determine that but you. And I understand completely that it feels like there are external circumstances sometimes and you just, you can't control, right? It feels like, no, I don't get to determine it. Yes, you do. And that is probably one of the biggest lessons I learned over the last year and a half and certainly over 2022 on its own is that actually, oh, should I tell you my word now? I feel like it's coming up quite naturally. Actually, I decide. Who watched the boundaries training? Come on. Oh, this has been such an area of growth for me, you guys. You don't even know. You don't even know, right? Actually, I decide. Actually, and I invite you to say that out loud, first person. You decide. Actually, you decide. You have more rights than you know. And most important, you have the ability to dictate the only person who has the ability and no one can take it from you unless you let them to dictate your emotional state at every moment and your reactions to everything that happens around you. Okay. I don't want that to sound heavy or intimidating or, Oh my gosh, another thing I have to do. Thanks Jackie. Because this is one of the greatest gifts I think God has ever given us in having autonomy and free will because you can't control what other human beings are gonna do. You can't control what's gonna happen in the world. You can't control even a lot of things that are gonna personally affect you, maybe even your health, God forbid. But you get control this and it changes everything, okay? So thank you, Jamie, I'm so glad you, it's helpful. I like, I feel like maybe you're a little like, okay, you know, take no prisoners, Jackie, but that's the energy we get to go into 2023 with. That's the energy we get to go into life with. And when anybody comes at you and like, you need to do it this way, or you need to feel that way, or you ought to blah, 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 blah. I'm not saying raise a middle finger, although you can, if that's you, but that's like, no, actually I decide with love, right? Because I don't want to go into the next year or any of my life in an energy of, 
unforgiveness or resentment or bitterness or judgment or anything. No, love, forgiveness, some people from a distance, right? Like whatever it is, but you are, you want to hear my word for the year? You are the authority. You are the authority in your life. My word for 2023 is authority. Now, to me, it means many things at one time, right? To me, it means first that there is an authority above me that I submit to. It also means that there are no other authorities that I submit to essentially, right? I'm, not, I'm, I'm a law abiding citizen, let me be clear. But essentially, like, if you're not God, your opinion, you know, can pack a nice picnic basket and take a nice hike, right? Like for real, this year, from a very loving position. And sometimes what I'll do, and you guys may have done this as well, is I'll add an adjective to my word. Maybe my word is already an adjective certain years, but if it's not, or maybe it'll be like a two or three word combo, right? So I've been toying with elegant authority in the sense of both streamlining and only doing what feels aligned and doing it beautifully, doing it with class, doing it with grace, doing it with charisma and, and elegance, right? I've also toyed with aligned authority. To me, it almost feels redundant because if I'm in the authority position, then I'm only doing things that are aligned because I'm not taking in external decision makers' pressures, right? And in the behind the scenes probably of the mentorship next month, I'll probably be sharing um, how I came to that word in, in a slightly more in-depth way. But just to give you guys a little bit of an overview, there were certain moments in this last year where I gave my decision-making power away, just being very honest with you. I mean, I watched myself do it. There were a couple moments this year where I just, oof, but I'm thinking of one particularly in the more recent kind of later part of this year where I just was like, I knew very clearly what I felt was correct to, to amend that. I was approaching clarity with what I felt was correct, but I still wasn't completely in my power of knowing like, no, this is the thing to do. But a massive, beautiful opportunity fell into my lap, kind of practically gifted by God. And other um, decision-making people, they're not actually decision-making people, but other people with opinions, how about that? <laughs> or just other people for short, other people had other opinions, okay? Other opinions. And at one moment, one of them even said to me, you know, I was, I was voicing that I did not agree. And the person said, pretend to agree. And to be honest with you guys, it was both a never again moment. And I, I did, I didn't pretend. I was, it, was, it was very clear that I did not, but I went along with it. I went along with it and I'll never forget as there's the, um, you know, the, the following actions, if you will, of that decision that I allowed to be made on my behalf unrolled, just sitting there watching it and almost listening to the shock and the voices of people probably wondering why was I doing what I was doing, right? It just didn't make any sense. I had given my decision-making power away and I went through with it in that moment, but I also reached what I love to call, love to call never again moment right? And never again moment. This will never happen again. And very quickly, very shortly thereafter, I took some major um, decision-making actions, behaviors, <laughs> to ensure that that would never happen again. And sometimes, guys, it's a journey to never again. You have the never again moment, but you can't necessarily um, make never again happen right away, right? Like you can't, 
it's not always possible to ensure that it literally never happens again from that second. You have to start moving things into place. For many people, it's moving finances or, or getting into a greater position of financial power or, or changing the way you're living so that you can't, like whatever it is, it's not always immediate. But I, I do know that there can be watershed moments of never again. And I invite you guys to even just as you reflect on 2023 or 2022, I'm so excited about next year. What can I say? There are, were there any never again moments for you where you didn't trust your gut, where you didn't speak up, right? Tammy said such a good lesson. I learned some of that this year too. Yeah, right? It was like, oh. And, and with compassion, that is fortunately a lesson I've learned in many, many past years is self-compassion, no matter what. I didn't beat myself up for it. I didn't berate myself for it. It was just like, wow, Jackie, you totally just did that. And I'm not upset with myself, but lesson learned. Jamie, I had a major moment like that too. And I finally put boundaries in place that I needed to put in place years ago. Well done. That is something you should be celebrating and congratulating yourself for them this year. Right? Where it's like, whoa, what was that? But what a beautiful opportunity to ensure it never happens again. And sure enough, already I've made decisions in the, the last little bit of this year that, you know, and nobody gave me permission for or approval of or anything. And that, honestly, that is when the word authority started to come through. When it became, um, so to be honest, I've now told you guys what was going to be behind the scenes. I'll have to come up with another behind the scenes for next month. Although I've got a lot of ideas. But you'll go through parts of your life and maybe it will inspire your next year's word right? Just starting to chat about what does it look like to pull in a word for the year? Sometimes, you know, you might get it while you're journaling. You might be out for a walk. You might be in prayer. You might be listening to music. You might be dancing. You might be having a conversation, whatever it is. And suddenly an adjective, a noun, a role, an identity, a, a part of your identity will just hit you like a truck, you know, or you're like, whoa, oh, that's the next me, isn't it? That's the next me. Authority, personal authority. Now I can play with it and say, you know, an authority online or blah, blah, blah. But to me, it's about taking all decision-making power back. And if you guys want to know the really blunt <laughs> tagline of my word, this sounds terrible, but I'm just going to go there because I think you guys are appreciating this openness. No more stupid people at my table. Totally said it. And I'm sitting at a dining table right now. How perfect, right? Like, and you can fill in whatever, whatever works, <laughs> you know, um, for you, it can just be no more blah, blah, blah people at my table, but just watching the people who I was giving the power to and thinking, what the, what? No, 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 <laughs> Right? So just as I'm making decisions and I'm pulling back my power in so many ways, not in the sense of retracting, but in a sense of calling it back to me, which is its rightful owner, no more stupid people at my table and my board of directors of my life. Like I'll sit there by myself if I have to for a couple minutes, you know, or a couple months, couple years. I don't think it'll take that long, but and in fact, there's already wonderful people there, but certain people who had too much say and too much sway are lovingly um, being let go. <laughs> okay. How about that? Oh, Sophia, mine is sensually allowing came a week ago. That is beautiful, Sophia. Beautiful. And it's perfect because it's exactly what I'm actually going to be kind of talking about for next year. Are you guys ready for that? You've heard my word of the year. We've reflected on 2022. Let's talk about creating the energetic space and the identity for you to allow a 2023 that will blow your mind. Right now, I've already talked about having, you know, the logistics in place of certain things. And that's cool. 
That's cool. I, I, I actually enjoy logistics. I, I don't know if it'll be a private training or a public training or whatever it'll be, but at some point I'm going to take a certain number of people, whoever, whatever group into my office and show you the massive wall calendar that you guys may have seen on my Instagram stories here already, but I'm going to be filling it out, right? Or it will be partly filled out at least. And I know a certain couple of things, like there's always this big conference I go to in September. There's, um, you know, the time that my kids school begins and their summer break and the Chris, like all of those dates that I really enjoy <laughs> because it's like, ah, now I know what I'm working with. And it gives me a massive bolt of actual confidence to be able to say, okay, cool. I have to be here or I choose to be here. I want to be here. It's aligned with me to be here, right? In fact, I've always done it this way, but thinking this year in the position of authority, is this something I want to do? Yes. Okay, cool. Let's do it, right? So it's aligned with me to, unless all hell breaks loose, hopefully not. I don't even want to say that out loud. It shall not, you know. I'm going to go to this conference this week, or I'm going to be present for my children during their first week of school. I'm going to whatever, right? I'm going to make sure I celebrate Christmas fully. I'm going to do something fun for my birthday. Don't know what, but I know when certain dates are happening. And I love putting those on the calendar because then my creativity can just take off in the kind of blank slate open slots that are left over. Yes. So, okay. I'm going to be in Florida end of September. What, what then is possible around that? Or I have a mastermind that's meeting, you know, more in Texas this year or something. What's going to happen around that? What's going to, you know, et cetera. And I start to create the goals I have around the logistical, um, actual dates that I'm working with. And, and it starts to actually come to life. It starts to feel very real. In fact, one of the cool things I've been doing recently, which I never used to do because I never gave myself this much permission to prioritize my goals, to be honest with you guys, is I'm booking flights like way in advance, <laughs> like way in advance. And I can change them. I know. So like, why did I do it? It's crazy because they're so cheap when you buy that far in advance. But like you can start to actually put things in place and you can bet on your own goals when you've got some of the logistics in place, right? Like, okay, I know I want to do this. I'm freaking going for it. Okay. I'm not, you know, maybe doing anything that's not refundable yet, but I'm going to go ahead and put a couple plans in place because I know it will fit in this week because I know now what the dates around that are going to look like. You can start to build your dreams and desires into your calendar. And there's many people who teach this in beautiful ways, but I just want to remind you that it's a thing. It's a thing. But the most important thing I want to encourage you guys with is as you're doing that, to be more dedicated to how you want to feel than what you want to accomplish, okay? I'm not saying throw certain desires and dreams by the wayside. Don't, <laughs> you know, like don't. You know, there's um, certain things that I wanna do this year. Um, how honest, how vulnerable do I wanna be? Let me pause for a minute. You know, I think most of you have figured out that my, my um, personal life has changed in the last few years, right? Almost three years. And it's time to select who I build with next, right? And I've been avoiding, I've been delaying, and I've probably talked about this before because it's been on my mind for a couple months, but it's time, right? So by the end of next year, it's very much my intention that I have selected and it's in place. And I know some of you are like, yeah, it's not that easy. Yes, it is. Chat with me. Yes, it is. Okay. Um, so yeah, you know, let, like, let's go. There are certain things that are goals that I'm going to go for. And yet it's very important to me that I feel good as I do them and, and good, you know, sounds nebulous aligned. 
at peace. Like I've, like I, I'm really proud of who I am, no matter what happens. Someone asked me my definition of success a few months ago, and maybe I already told you guys this, but um, it was off the cuff. And in fact, I think it was in a French lesson. And so I needed to answer. I couldn't be like, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I needed to come up with something. And what just came out of my mouth was waking up every day in joy and going to sleep every night in peace. That's my definition of success. It's not about a monetary amount. You know, there's, there's no kind of firm pieces that are required. Obviously, certain things make joy and peace a little easier, but they don't also guarantee joy and peace, do they, right? It's an internal state from knowing that you're right with God. You're right with yourself. You're good, you know, and you have done the right things as much as you can in relationships. You can't control the other person, but you feel excellent about how you have shown up as a person. And if you don't, you go fix it. You do your part. If they don't want to do their part, that's cool. But you get to go to sleep in peace. And then to have something in life that is, you know, compelling and fulfilling and pleasurable and exciting and, and meaningful enough that I wake up in joy that I get to do it. And also for me, that means body care. Like I wake up in a body that brings me joy, right? I want to wake up and feel amazing just recognizing, oh my gosh, it's another day. That's success. If I'm not, something's off. And going to sleep in peace at night, even more important, arguably, right? Like, whoa, what's, what's, what's off between me and God? What's off between me and the essentials in life, right? So given that, that's how I want to feel. And I have certain goals next year. And I have things that I have promised, like I said, to clients, to customers, and they will happen, <laughs> okay? But the other things that are a little more like, oh, do I want to you know, take that kind of trip this year? Do I want to prioritize building that part of my brand or business this year? Or do I want to pull back and actually, you know, one of the things I've really been enjoying in the last few weeks, as boring as it may seem, is organizing <laughs> at a very deep level. Like I've gone through so many files and just sorted and sorted and, and streamlined and systematized and it has felt so good. It's like a deep cleanse and I'm definitely not done, right? Does that feel good? And you might not know until you arrive in March, May, August, October of next year. So we can put goals and dreams and desires on the calendar. And I love doing that. And I shall do it myself. But I'm also going to always be filtering it through, you know, as a believer, to me, it's almost like a Holy Spirit filter. Like, is, is my heart in this with this? Is this right for me right now? But, you know, it's not really a matter of right and wrong. It's more a matter of, is this what I'm feeling called to do right now. And I give myself permission to do something different. If not, as long as it is not a commitment that I've made, right? To someone who's paying me, <laughs> right? Or, or like a close relationship or something like that, right? I mean, you can have conversations, but I do believe in honoring what we promise. So do you have the courage to give yourself permission next year to make decisions based on a place of whether or not they align with how you've decided you want to feel, with who you want to be, with who you know yourself to be deeply already, with the person who looking back at 2022 handled it so beautifully, and so is clearly capable of doing at least that again, and also intends to step into something more, whether it's centrally allowing, whether it's authority, whether it's expansion, whether it's victory, whether it's courage, whether it's boldness, whether it's audacity, whatever it is, right? 
Can you hold your goals and your dreams and desires loosely enough to say, God, I give this to you. I don't know the best timing for this. Like I would love to be in my next permanent relationship by the end of next year, but I don't know the timing for this. I, I like, I intend to take massive action. Let me be very clear, <laughs> but I'm still going to surrender it. I don't know. And I'm only one person. I can't control it. I can control a lot from authority. Right. But to some extent, waking up in joy, going to sleep in peace is going to be more important to me than making sure any either arbitrary or actual sense of what I want to accomplish gets done, gets done, right? Like throwing out gets done. Some of the most beautiful things in my life, some of the most powerful periods of very potent transformation have happened when I did not want them to, <laughs> okay? In ways that I did not want them to, at times when I did not want them to, in places I didn't want them to, with people I didn't want them to, right? Like I had no control. And like I was saying earlier, I didn't even necessarily know the transformation was, was what was happening in that moment. I just like went with it, you know, because at some points I didn't feel like I had a choice. But sometimes I did and I just allowed, I stepped into, I opened, I said, yes, I'm here for it. I don't know what it is, but I'm here for it. And that's what I invite you to do in 2023, because that is the window in which God can step in. Okay. There are so many women who come to me deeply frustrated because they've got an artificial deadline. In fact, they usually have about 15 in every area of their life. They're overwhelmed. They're overworked. They're berating themselves every night because they haven't gotten enough done to meet these goals and deadlines. And then they're keeping themselves up because they can't sleep because they're stressed out because they're beating themselves up and they're going through in their minds of what they should be doing and should have done and should next, like all of it. And then they get to the end of the year and their relationships are suffering. Their health is suffering. They're not even that happy. And maybe they actually got some of those goals done, but not in a way that felt good. And so usually then the preceding year, the, excuse me, the, the next year often looks like recovery from burnout, right? Women go toward these goals. They hard drive. Maybe they hit a few, maybe they hit all of them. I've never seen anybody do that, but you know, technically maybe it's possible. And then they have like a, an internal crisis or maybe even a physical crisis. And it leads them to, well, what is the point of all this anyway? If I got what I thought I wanted and I'm not even happy. Right. And so then they have to recover from how they chased after their goals. I don't want that for you. I, I, I refuse it personally. I am adamantly against it. And I don't care how slow I go. I'm going to enjoy the ride like a dog with its head out the window. Okay. I'm here for the fun. But I don't want that for you guys. And it's a choice. But the decision that determines whether or not you experience a year of burnout drive toward an artificial deadline or a static opening toward whatever God has next for you in co-creative consciousness of, hey, hey, Lord, this is what I'd like to do this year. How's that sound? Right. You know what I mean? Like, shall we? You know, but I'm, I'm available for whatever you would prefer to have a curve father, right? That's like, that's how I operate. And it, oh, it brings so much joy. Hey, beautiful. What's up, Lizzie? It brings so much joy because now I'm not in burnout mode. I'm not in like, oh my gosh, must do this thing to be good enough. I'm in, I'm available to you, Lord. I am your humble servant. I am at your disposal. Here's what I think would be amazing. I'm going to head in that direction, but I give you permission 
to do what you will, right? Now, what I find is that as I'm following God, like as I'm on my assignment is how I see things in life. Like as I pursue my calling or what I'm here on earth to do, however you guys want to understand that, as much as there are external movements, actions, decisions, etc., God is usually requiring or at least inviting me to rise up into a higher level of myself internally to allow or achieve that, right? Like, so again, my lesson over this past year was do not let other people make the decisions that are my right to make. Oh God, even just saying that out loud, Whew, right? Like, <laughs> you know, it was big. And, and that is a mindset shift and awareness that happened because of events that transpired. And because I'm always filtering them through Lord, what are you, what are you, what are you doing here? Like what, what, you know, what are you trying to teach me? What's going on here? What, what do I need to see? And I don't always see it in the moment, like I said, but what do I need to rise into? Right. And so what's been birthed out of this last extraordinary year, which was birthed by the previous year where I decided to start taking risks and to stop waiting and to stop asking for permission and, and checking with people who didn't need to be checked with, but just did the darn thing and was resourceful and made it happen. Right. Which led to this past year, which was outstanding in opportunities and experiences and intensity in every direction. And this past year has taught me authority. Authority is what I'm going to rise into next year, right? And next year, I mean, I don't, sometimes I don't even want to know. You know, when you like, do you ever find your word for the year and you're like, oh, Lord Jesus, oh, what does this one mean? You know what I mean? Like, what's coming down the pike that requires me to be an authority energy? I don't know that I want to know, you know? <laughs> like, oh, so sometimes I, I'm feeling a little that way. It's all good. Something beautiful is going to happen. But something's going to happen next year that's going to, you know, be a series of events and occurrences, et cetera, that's going to create a mindset shift where God is inviting me to rise. And he's going to do the same for you if you let him. Because how many of you know people who go through another year and become more embittered, right? Who become more entrenched in the stories, like the woman in the dating group, you know, where I'm trying to help people and finding that I really just need to go create my own. Like, wow, you know, like, no, don't don't behave stupidly and then create a made up story about life based on it. Right? Like don't do it. Right. How many of you know people who just get older, but don't actually grow up? Oh, the agony wrinkles without wisdom. That's no cool. That's not a good look. Right. I want to rise. If you guys were around this fall, you maybe watched the bombshell Ascension series and my, my explanations. Thank you so much, Jamie preaching of, ascension, right? Like, oh, I don't want to just get older. I want to get better. I want to get better. And to, it's like, and not just, not even just, just not better in a sense of someone else's checklist of this is what it looks like to be more attractive. This is what it looks like to be more successful in your business. This is what it looks like. Blah, blah, blah. You know, ugh, everybody's freaking checklist. I mean, better, like basically what I mean is more available to God. And for those of you who are like, oh, I freaked out by the God word. That's okay. More available to life. How much more can I love? How much more can I experience? How much more can I check myself when I'm having my own trigger moments and defaulting into old patterns and, and decide not to anymore, which is not just a decision, but it does begin with a decision. There's work that goes with that, right? Like, it's like almost like an energy, an internal human energy, which if you get into the, you know, physics of things is actually kind of legit. Like how much more expansive can I be as a being here on earth 
as a soul incarnate. Like, mm, let's go, let's go, right? That's what I want. Now with that, I have a definite sense of direction and calling, and I'm sure you guys do too, things you want to really legitimately do next year. Or maybe they're more vague, you know, themes like romantic relationship or business growth or whatever. That's cool. I'm not the kind of person who's going to say it needs to be measurable, like obviously, but first you need to just know <laughs> what you like, what direction matters to you. And sometimes when we get into those, those goal oriented frameworks where it's like smart, whatever that stands for, I don't even know anymore, you know, and, and we can get so focused on checking boxes that we're not checking in. Does this still even feel like a fit? Do I still want to do this? This is how everybody's telling me I'm supposed to grow, but like, do I want to? Does it feel right? There's a lot of things I do in my business that are fundamentally against what people tell me I should do. <laughs> and they work great, <laughs> you know? And then people will come to me later and be like, wow, how did you do that? And the answer is I did what aligned. I did what gives me joy in the morning and peace at night. Not what fits your strategy or system, right? If that, if it doesn't give me joy and peace, right? For example, right? I have these courses that are multiple thousands of dollars because they involve at certain levels, lifetime coaching, right? Group coaching every single month for as long as I'm alive <laughs> and then I'll outsource it. So it'll keep going, right? Like big, big packages, high, 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 high value. I also do payment plans down to $15 a month. Do you know how many people have told me to not do that? A lot. <laughs> many, many, right? But then you know what happens? They're like, how did you? Oh, interesting. Oh, so you have like a continuity program and a course? I'm like, no, I just have a course. And it just is a continuity program also because of all the payment plans, right? Like I've created something that serves my clients better, that serves me better, that frankly carried me through a few years when everything was shut down, right? Like because I did what was aligned instead of what business gurus tell you you should do. I'm sorry, it doesn't give me joy in the morning, knowing I'm heading into a day of doing things a certain way. And if it doesn't give me peace at night, knowing that I served well in an integrity, it's a no, I don't care if it freaking works. It'll probably only work for a short period of time before human nature takes over and people don't feel aligned with someone who works in that way. And then they wanna to come to somebody who's, who's just like authentic and serves and does what they say they're going to do. I mean, I'm getting on a rant, so I'll stop. But you guys understand what I'm saying, right? It must be aligned. So don't get so into the check boxes of whatever system that you're very wisely. I love systems. I think they're great. I have many systems. But don't get so blinded, blindered to the check boxes that you're not checking in to make sure it's still something that feels really good, right? And defining success for yourself is a very powerful way to begin. And I just invite you winnow it down, right? I understand like to me, a beautiful home, a happy family, a thriving marriage, like phenomenal sex life. Like, okay, come on. I've got, I've got a definition of success for sure. But if I had to cut out almost everything because I've learned how many things could be taken away. If I had to lose almost everything and someone asked me, but if you, if you had to have one thing, right, what would it be to give you a definition, a, a feeling of success, right? To me, it would be Jesus because even when I don't have joy in the morning or peace at night, Jesus will give me that. Okay. So we'll just go there. But after him, right? 
join the morning piece at night. So when you're considering your next year, you're considering maybe your word, if it hasn't come to you, or you're looking at a word that's been kind of dropped into you and you're like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this thing. You're looking at your goals, your dreams, your desires, winnow down your definition of success. Don't sell yourself short, right? I don't know that I would be waking up with joy every morning if, you know, I weren't doing something that were incredible and expansive and that I loved. I mean, I could find joy. I'm pretty good at creating joy in really crappy circumstances. But it would be awesome to do something really epic. That would definitely bring me joy, right? So there's no limitation, but just noting what you really actually need and then making sure the decisions you make don't steal that from you. Okay? That's how you go into a year and make it epic no matter what happens. No matter what happens. No matter what happens. <laughs> right? I have big goals for next year. They're not, I, that's not actually even true. I have specific things that I feel called to bring into actuality within the next 12 calendar months. How about that? That's really how I think, okay? There's like certain things that are on my heart that it's now time for. Right? Like many of you have heard that the O class is relaunching. My baby, my number one course that has helped hundreds of women. It's relaunching. I'm petrified and so excited at the same time. And I know that it's time, right? I, I you know, I could get into a mindset of like, I could have done this sooner, but no, this timing is perfect. I'm not going to berate it. And it really, this timing has been flawless. Right? And I'm going to go for it. And I don't know what's going to happen because I'm available to God. But part of being available to God is showing up for what we want so that then he can move. Being available for God, contrary to much of Christian culture, is not sitting back and hiding and waiting and thinking that something's going to walk in the door. Because God can do anything, right? No, no, no. Like, to me, that's almost disrespectful. We're co-creators. We've been called into an active participatory role. So if you want a relationship or you want a business or you want business growth or you you know, a child is probably the touchiest and hardest subject there, right? There's so much is, is out of our control, right? But like to at least just show up for the journey. To say, yes, I'm available. I don't know what you're going to do to me, <laughs> Lord. Like in France, like, I don't know what you're going to do. And, you know, as I was going over there, I was like, Lord, what do you, what do you have for me? What do you have for me? And guys, I'll just, I'll tell you this here. I didn't plan on this one, but why not, right? Two things came to me as I was flying over to Paris. Well, I was flying to Paris and then I went to Lyon. One was a vision of a woman, very, you know, nicely dressed, but with fear in her eyes, pushing a baby stroller who wanted to scream, but couldn't. I know you're like, wow, Jackie, way to bring down the New Year's Eve buzz. I know, but you know, I'm available to whatever God wants to show me, right? Like, and it was, it was confirmed, of course, as God is wont to do completely unrelatedly by this beautiful French teacher I have who lives in France that, that, um, you know, complicated relationships, shall we say, are just now being addressed a little bit more openly, publicly, et cetera, in France. Right. And so this idea of a woman who is quaffed and, and appears to have it all together and is yet in a culture where she doesn't feel like she can, can be free and can, can get help, can voice herself, can escape to whatever her situation might require. Right. So that was one that was very powerful. And then the other thing from a personal level that I felt like God was saying, like I was going to receive there was love, just the word love, right? I had no idea what that meant on the backside of it. I feel like I have a little bit of clarity, but 
it came from all directions, right? So I just went and asked, but what did that require? It required me going, it required me putting things into place. So my encouragement to you for 2023 is put things in place to be available for God to do something cool, right? Put yourself in position, in the room, on the trip, in the family gathering, at the gym, or you know, whatever, family, body transformations, whatever he wants to do, right? Allow him, and this is all, I, when I get going, I'm always talking more about God, I can't help myself. But allow life, if you prefer, which is orchestrated by God, but anyway, to, to do its thing by you showing up and being available, which is a spirit of openness, healedness, no bitterness, no anger, forgiveness, we did all that. And also putting things into place so that you actually show up and it, it can actually happen at all, right? Is this making sense to you guys? Yes, are you excited? So much is ahead for you next year if you allow it. I do not want you to be the kind of woman who keeps shutting off life and then blames life for being shut off from her. Okay, don't jump to assumptions that, that then close off your heart and close off you taking chances and close off you believing something can happen, believing you can do it. One of my former pastors used to say that if the most powerful, one of the most powerful prayers is to ask God to interrupt your day. Yeah, that's a, that's a bold one too, right? It's like the prayer of Jabez. Pray the prayer of Jabez with caution. It's like one of those prayers that should have a warning tag. You guys know it if you don't. Oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me and keep me from evil that I may not cause pain, right? Like every time I pray that prayer, as I just now did, like stuff goes crazy. Like, oh, enlarge my territory, okay, let's go. Always, every time. So just to be available for it, to know you're gonna be okay, right? It's either gonna be amazing or it's gonna be fine. <laughs> you can't lose. It's gonna be amazing or it's gonna be fine because you're the one who gets to decide how you perceive it. And you're going in with a spirit of action-oriented openness and availability to what God is going to choose to do as you show up to go after the dreams and goals that you have for the year from a space of making sure that you do not jeopardize your definition of success, which I invite you to share mine if you prefer, is joy and peace. If it's taking those two things on the long term without needing to, you know, like sometimes life happens. You know, if you have an ill child, it's going to steal your joy and your peace temporarily, okay? most likely. But when there's no reason for it and you're just making decisions that are not aligned because you're trying to follow a script or a system or a checklist, throw it out. Throw it out. 2023 is the time to throw out the checklist and the scripts and the boxes. Go away. Right? Be gone. You're the authority. You have one above you. There are no other opinions that matter. You're here in openness and availability for whatever God wants to do. It's going to be a blast. It's either going to be awesome or it's going to be fine. And we're going for it open-handedly to see what happens. That's the energy I want you to show up in next year. Are you here for it? Are you here for it? Give me claps, fire emojis, yeses. Are you here for that energy this year? That's, I mean, like, that's the energy I have finally recognized. It's like the secret to life. And I was taught many other energies previously, okay? Fearfulness, waiting energy, all the things forcing something, running from something. Thank you for all the hearts, guys. Love you too.
Not anymore. Not anymore. Oh, Marina, what's up, girl? Openness, expansion, availability, action. Awesome or fine. <laughs> Cannot lose. Because there's only one authority and we're on his team. Oh, so good. Yes, so good. So that being said, what's coming in the Bombshell world next year? If you got the email, you kind of already know, but a few things that are happening. The mentorship is relaunching. Hello. The O class is relaunching. And until tomorrow at midnight Pacific, it's a $3,000 discount. Okay. Okay. For lifetime coaching level. Okay. It's like insane. So if you want that link, please DM me. It is not to be missed. The behind the book, as I rewrite to some extent and relaunch the bombshell manifesto is happening. <gasps> You'll find out more about that shortly. The Paris masterminds are launching. We are going to Paris. Oh my goodness. And it's going to be amazing. I was just looking over the, the page for that, the info page for that um, recently and thinking like, I'm going to redesign it a little bit. What can I say? Because just Paris itself is the draw. Like you don't need to, you know, know all the cool things we're going to do there. I'm going to tell you that too, but just the energy of this exquisite city and the way that we're going to experience it is going to be next level. So another thousand dollar discount off of that before tomorrow night too. So if you want any of those links to get special pricing before 2023 pricing kicks in, make sure you message me, please. And if you message me, but I miss it and I don't get to it till later, you'll, I'll still honor it. Just get in touch with me. Okay. So that I can see that you're ready to take action, action available, open. Oh my gosh. So, so good. This year's going to be epic because I'm allowing it to be epic and I'm inviting you to do the same in whatever ways that looks like in your life in your relationships in your health and your business, all of it, right? Don't limit God. Don't limit God. Cause he's like crazy cool. In my opinion, crazy cool, awesome. Okay, I'm gonna go do something insane in the spirit of saying yes to desires. I'm, I think, I'm gonna check the weather is what I'm actually gonna do. And then I'm possibly gonna go and dance at a music festival. We shall see, we shall see. But, you know, last digression here, is purchasing the ticket, right? And I purchased the VIP level, which is, it's not insane, it's like, only it's not that much higher than the rest of them but they they had me at the word luxury restrooms <laughs> okay like i don't even want to know what a non-luxury restroom would look like so no let's just not um so i'm i'm gonna go do that but even if it okay let me be really clear because this is something for you to take into next year as well this is something that i have learned and it has changed the game for me even if it sucks for real like let's say i get there and everybody's already like drunk because I'm not, I don't drink at things like this. I barely drink at all, to be honest with you, but definitely not at such locations. I mean, it's California. I'm sure it's going to reek of things that I don't even want to know about, you know, vomiting, urine, like, do I even want to know? Right. I'm hoping, <laughs> I'm hoping it's not that bad, but let's just say it's terrible. And I'm the only thing I get out of it is never again. <laughs> let's just say I'm going to go create a never again experience. That's valuable. One and two, because some of you may still be stuck on this. I used to be stuck on this. I know people in my life who are still stuck on this. And this has changed everything for me. As I make investments, especially in personal development and trips and experiences, it's the putting the money on the line. This was not that much. It's pretty easy. But still, if it sucks, it will feel, it will feel like, it could feel like a loss, but it won't. Because 
I said yes to a desire, right? I watched myself invest in something. And look, you know, I'm not in dire straits here, okay? So know your situation, obviously. But I watched myself say yes to something that I've always wanted to do. While considering the logistics, I mean, it's 20 minutes from my house. I'm going during the day. Like, it couldn't be easier, right? To see artists I've always wanted to see perform. To experience, like, an intense sensory event at the end of what has been an epic year for me and what is going to be an even more epic year ahead. So I'm anchoring in something very intentionally. I would love that. I would love that to be a guest. Um, and even if it's terrible, I watched myself say yes to myself financially to a dream and a desire that I have. And that is already a win. I know some of you are like, what? No, that is not how it works. Some of you are already aware that this is how it works. Okay. In the moment you say yes, you know, like when people decide to work with me, you're they like, they love the results. Let me be very clear. My results are outstanding, but they're also happiest right after they invest. <laughs> and you're like, we haven't even started, you know, but it's them watching and witnessing and experiencing the energetic rise of something that they can actually do. Okay. It fits into their world right now, but saying yes to themselves, regardless of outcome, it's proof of availability. And then no matter what they can't control, I mean, I escort women through incredible experiences. So the outcome is always awesome. Even if it's not what either one of us expected, God took it in a different direction, but it's them saying, yes, yes, Tammy, like you feel this, right? Cool. Like it's you saying yes to you. Like, Lord, I don't even know, but I'm in. Now, the fact that I'm doing that at a music festival is slightly ironic, but I, I have had spiritual experiences while very loud dance music plays. Okay. So let's just, we'll see. I'm just going to like, yeah, I'm just going to take it in and reflect on the year. <laughs> Even if I'm sitting next to the heater, like avoiding all of the crazy people, and then I leave an hour after I arrive, I will still consider it a massive success. One, because I said yes to myself, and two, because I'm anchoring in past epic growth and putting a stake in the ground for future epic growth based on my word, which is authority. I'm so excited. I cannot wait. If you guys watch this replay, please let me know what maybe if you want, you know, you're welcome to DM me if it's a little more personal, but what transpired for you in 2022, I read everything. Even if I don't have a chance to reply, I pray for you guys, all the things. I would love to know your word of the year. If you know it yet, if you care to share, Sophia, I love yours. I would love to know maybe just the energy that you're going into next year with, maybe some dreams, some goals, some desires, some focuses. Share it. Let's celebrate. Celebrate what you've done. Celebrate what's coming. It's going to be amazing because you are available for your fullest life and it is coming at you and you can handle it. You can handle it. Okay. I love you guys so much. I'm going to go put on many, 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 many more layers <laughs> and drive very safely like a mother to, I'm practically going to go chaperone is practically what I feel like I'm going to do at this event. That's how it always is. That's how it always is. Have an amazing new year's Eve tomorrow night. I'm in a very different vibe. My girlfriend and I are going to the Ritz to watch the ball drop and it's going to be stunning. So stay tuned on my stories. If you want to hang with me, and if not, do whatever you're going to be doing, whether it's chill or all out, it's going to be epic. And we're going to set the stage for full availability for whatever God wants to do with us, through us, to us. Lord, be gentle, right? For an amazing year ahead. Cool. I love you guys so much. Have a beautiful weekend. I'll talk to you in 2023. You're so welcome, Tammy. Happy New Year to you guys too. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by The Bombshell Manifesto. 
The Bombshell Manifesto is a two-time number one best-selling book, and it's where I really teach the philosophy of the biblical bombshell. After spending years in ministry and now more years running my life coaching business, I see so many young women and even women well into their lives just floundering and kind of flopping around in some of the essential areas of God-created femininity, such as their relationship with God, their relationship with their bodies, their relationship with men, with sex, with beauty, with their finances. And I just don't think we have time for that. I think that we are called to do such big things for God while we're here. We've got to get these areas under control, locked on, so we can move forward toward our exciting assignments and massive callings in life. So in this book, I really give you the behind the scenes of my personal journey, struggling with what God was calling me to be as a woman. Going back and forth around the over-sexualized ideas of femininity or the completely asexual versions we often see in the church where we're not supposed to talk about that tough stuff. I lead you through the research and the history around the concept of a bombshell, a few personal visions and ideas I have around it, and then the scripture that God puts in front of us as how he wants us to understand the important role we play as women. Do you know that a woman was the way that the Savior came into the world and was the first evangelist of his resurrection and then ascension. This is a big deal, ladies. So hop over to bombshellmanifesto.com. Now you can find this book on Amazon, but if you go through bombshellmanifesto.com, I've got a couple extra fun free bonuses and ways that you can actually get free trainings and audios that take this whole concept deeper. We walk through the 12 pillars of a biblical bombshell. Addressing tough areas of life like opening to vulnerability and intimacy, understanding beauty and God's calling for it, getting deeper into our confidence and our security, committing to a relationship with God that blows our minds and more. What I see so much from women and hear from them, and quite frankly, I hear it from men who are looking for a woman to marry or they want their wife to come alive in the way they know that she can, is that there's some kind of tapped in femininity that is out there, that is possible, but that's incredibly difficult to find. Women long to be it, men long to find it, and this is the calling that we have as women. This is what we're able and even asked to step into, required, I would say, to step into, to live out everything God has for us. But I see so many women who are stuck in mediocrity and are told that that kind of complacency is contentment and that's where they should stay and they should just be happy with it and, you know, that's life. I don't think that's what God's asking. I don't think that's what we're here to do. And I don't think we have any more time to waste. So join me over at bombshellmanifesto.com. Let's light this thing on fire. Let's get out into the world and do what we're supposed to do. Do what we can do. Be fully who God has called us to be. The bottom line is this. The entire world is obsessed with women. And they should be. That's the way it's designed. We are the ones who continue life. We continue the human race. We are always going to be attracting people's attention. We are always going to be shaping human beings, shaping culture, and pointing people towards something. The question is, what are we pointing them toward? Have we completely released and activated every area of our God-designed femininity to do those things well? I hope you'll join me. I think there's no more important calling on this earth as a woman than to live out her full God-given design and to use it to point people to Him. So let's get this thing started. Let's set ourselves free. Let's set our families free. And let's light the world ablaze with the truth that is only in the gospel. I'll see you at bombshellmanifesto.com.